Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. You guys are the best. 7 to 10 a.m. You dangerous. Hot Radio Maine. Thank you. I love you. Bye. Love you too. <laughs> Maine's hit music show. We got a pair of tickets to see TLC, Shaggy, and Vogue, and Sean Kingston. They're going to be at the Xfinity Center in Mansfield June 11th, I believe, is the tour date for that one. And this morning, we're going to take a simple poll as we head into summer. We want to know what? Flip-flops or slides? Flippy floppies or slides? A or B? Either or. I feel like you're not both. You're one or the other. 207-807-1104. You can't. Not for the sake of this question. You have to choose one. (laughs) What are you going with? Well, I don't know if this is going to be a loophole answer because oh, I don't. It's always have, somebody, and it's going to be you slides. today. I don't have slides, but I don't wear flip flops. I wear Crocs. So slip-ons? Can that count? I'm going to call that a slide. Can we call that a slide? It's a slide. I wore my Crocs to the beach over the weekend. Not like a sandal, not a flip-flop, my Crocs. Because I feel like they double as water shoes. You don't want to have your toes out? Well, I was walking. I wasn't like beaching it. But I didn't want to be a shooby. Okay. I needed some air in there. That's what happens. And I wanted to be able to kick them off. You put the the Crocs on inside and you get more comfortable (laughs) with them. And then you start going out in public with Crocs. I can't stop. These are like my classy Crocs. Crocs and uh, I'm no, guessing I legit have a pair for everything. Yeah, I'm guessing you have your indoor Crocs and you have your outdoor Crocs. I do, and probably your beach and, Crocs and now. now. Now, thanks to you, I have a special occasion Croc. This is a Crocs. There you go. <laughs> your Croc lineup is growing. That's kind of a cop out, but we'll take it. We'll consider it slides, slides or flip flops. What do you go with? Answer that. We'll put you in the running for tickets to see TLC, Shaggy, and Vogue, and Sean Kingston. I'm going slides. I just don't like the the toe thing in, in between the thong i don't like the thong the toe thong it's not for me so i'm just gonna keep it simple and say slides you definitely are like a nike slide kind of guy i'll go shoes on the beach and then i'll take them off and just go barefoot but sometimes with socks no i take my socks off no but you walk onto the beach with socks and sneakers that's a sin sometimes no 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 sometimes i uh, I'll start. I can't. I can't even imagine putting the sock back on your sandy foot. No, I don't do day. that. I don't do okay, that. Okay, good. I don't do that. You once, just carry him back to the car. Yeah. Once okay. I take him off, I either okay. put him in the pocket or I'll. You hit the beach and then you take your shoes off and then you tuck the socks into the shoes and you carry your shoes. Yes. That's usually the option. Uh, basically, what I'm saying is I'm usually not prepared for the beach when I show up there. <laughs> Like we went to the, I went to the lake over Memorial Day weekend. I showed up. I didn't have a bathing suit. I didn't have sandals. I forgot. I bet you didn't pack sunscreen. I didn't pack sunscreen. Oh my god. I forgot something to read, so I was super bored. Did you bring a water? I didn't bring a. Well, it was, it was up at camp, so there was at least. You oh my know, god! You still need your own water supply. They had some water in the fridge that I got, uh, so that wasn't the end of it. But then I did go into town and buy a bathing suit, which was. I can't believe you didn't bring extremely one. Extremely expensive. Expensive. I'd imagine so. And overpriced. Anyways, I'm ill prepared. So, but if I was to take the proper amount of time to prepare for a beach trip or lake trip, I'm going slides. Hi, Radio Man. Hello. Hello. What's my up? Favorite, my favorite sandals are my Birkenstocks. Ooh, okay. And would you consider that a flop or a slide? Which ones do you have? Uh, definitely slides. I mean, they're ugly as hell, but they're comfy. So you have the, the Jesus sandals. You don't have the thong. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. No thong. The thong. The classic. The classic Birkenstock. Oh, yeah. That's aggressive. You Absolutely. really hate the thong, huh? <laughs> Jeez. 
I don't like it. We were, I was just talking about it. It makes your foot hurt, and then you get the black line. Yeah, it's irritating. Yeah, I'm not a fan either of the thong. Oh, yeah. What's your name? Where are you from? I'm Iveka from Scarborough. Say Iveka? Iveka. Iveka. E-V-E-C-K-A. Wait, is this the Iveka? Cara, are you it with I was just going to say that. I was going to say, I only know one Iveka. I think I know exactly okay. who this is. Uh, we can't have any Tara. Tara's friends can't win these tickets. Uh, my sister's <laughs> friend. Thank you very much. I'm five years older. All right, Iveka. <laughs> We'll put oh you we'll put you in the running and uh we're gonna call back our winner in a few minutes here, so you might get a call back from us, all right? All right, thank you. <laughs> all right, have a good one. Oh my god, I haven't heard from her in years. Well, she's alive, so that's good. Aw. <laughs> Mikey from Brunswick, are you a flippy floppy or a slide? Slide. Feet are nasty. <laughs> Feet? You're saying feet in general or your feet are nasty? Feet in general. So what makes a slide better on the foot? Because you can wear socks. Oh, you can wear socks with it. That's right. Yeah, but you can't you can't wear socks on the beach, right? I mean, you can't. You can if you want to, but there's also water shoes you can wear on the beach. You got to cover them up. You know what water shoes freak me out is the ones that have the individual toes. <laughs> Yeah, ew. Like the toe socks? Yes. Yeah, that's that's too much. <laughs> Hi, Radio Maine. Hello. Hello. Hi, what's your name? Where are you from? My name is Jessica, and I'm from Sanford, Maine. Jessica in Sanford, Maine. Are you a flip-flop gal or a slides gal? Definitely have to say flip-flop gal. Oh, you're the first one. Why is it? Ooh. Um, I like, I don't know, I've always liked the style. Let me ask you this. Are you an old navy flip-flop kind of gal? Not the rubber one. No? Oh my God, I thought you were going to say no. yes. When I was growing up, no. every, I had every color, every every single color of the old navy flip-flops. It was such a thing. But back in high school, I, de- I definitely uh, yeah, had those ones. For sure, but, but, now, but now, now you have elevated style. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> a little older, you know, more sweet sport. <laughs> Let me ask you you this are you a sociopath oh my god <laughs> i mean it depends on what day right <laughs> i'm only asking because i'm looking at the text and somebody said slides flip floppers are sociopaths so i'm it's not me saying it somebody on the text that said that <laughs> i mean they could be right but both of us you know? <laughs> all right so possible sociopath are you a fan of tlc shaggy and vogue sean kingston um yeah are you trying to go see them all in concert, the most random lineup ever? Yes, I would be loving that. <laughs> all right, well, let's make this happen. We'll send you there. Wear your flip-flops. You're going to the Xfinity Center. Congrats. Ah, thank you so much. Hey, you got our pair of tickets for the day. Uh, congratulations. be all got some more this afternoon. What a great way to start my morning. Yes. Ticket giveaways <laughs> made hot to me by Vice Cannabis, a woman-owned medical dispensary. New patients save 10%, plus get a penny pre-roll near Burger King on Forest Ave. Portland, plenty of easy parking. Vice, all gas, no brakes. Next chance the win comes up this afternoon. Who are you most excited to see? TLC, Shaggy, and Vogue, Sean Kingston are your choices. Oh, definitely Shaggy. Take yeah, back. Mr. Boombastic, <laughs> totally fantastic. It wasn't him. <laughs> Congratulations, Jessica. Oh, thank you so much. It's Jessica, right? I didn't just make that up. Yeah, no, that's not my alias. It's Jennifer. <laughs> Wait, is it? What's your real name? Jessica. Je- oh, did you tell us it was Jennifer? No, no, no. That's my alias for when I go out. <laughs> I don't know. Why? She said Jessica from the get-go. I know, but now she's saying Jennifer, so I'm confused. Oh. No, no. It's definitely Jessica. All right. You're showing signs of being a sociopath. I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. Uh, yeah, that is one of my signs, you know? 
Hot Radio Man. Oh, Lord. Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. Danny Lay, Hot Show alum, arrested on Tuesday morning in Miami Beach for a suspected DUI hit and run. Jeez, what is going on? Good, not good. She was pretty lovely. She came here. She opened up for our Sean Paul show. Uh, This is not lovely. A witness reported seeing Danny Lay driving a Mercedes-Benz when she allegedly hit someone on a moped. Once the car was stopped, authorities said that they smelled the strong odor of alcohol coming from it. The police report said the victim suffered a kidney laceration and a spinal fracture. Fracture. Oh my God. Danny Lay was booked on three felony charges. It's so crazy to me how somebody can be doing well in their career. I saw that she just did some of the choreography for the Renaissance tour and, you know, she just put out some new music. Why don't you have somebody drive you? Why are you doing oh. the driving? Also, I think about her baby. You like, said now what's going to happen. If you have a brand new Benz, you're going to drive the brand new Benz. But I, not if they're drunk. I'm saying like when people get a little extra spending money, typically one of the first things that they splurge on is having a few cars in their garage and why have those cars if you're not going to drive them should you be drinking and driving absolutely never but i understand why she wants to be driving around her mercedes-benz in miami she wants to show it off if i was there i would have offered i'll be your (laughs) i'll be your hero dd uh sweetie yg are adding fuel to a potential dating fire over memorial day weekend the two were caught by paparazzi as they were chilling in a pool in cabo san lucas they were uh, doing a little more than chilling they were pretty much on top of each other in the pool (laughs) Uh, Sweetie and YG have been hanging out over the last few months. They were at Coachella together. Sweetie attended YG's birthday party in March. They haven't made their relationship official, so we're waiting to hear more, but it looks like there's some sparks between the two of them. Yeah, I mean, I think they're totally together and dating. There's no dying it. Like, what do you define as dating? Being boyfriend and girlfriend? Or do you think dating is seeing someone over the course of months exclusively i think dating could be going uh, on one date yeah i think you could have gone on a couple dates and you could not be exclusive and be like oh yeah we've been dating but we're not exclusive right we're a thing i I don't believe in labels (laughs) al pacino stupid al pacino 82 years old he's still he's still got it (laughs) they're still swimming uh shudder how do you say her name his girlfriend's name nor alfala i don't i don't know it looks like nor nor She's 29 years old and she's eight months pregnant with Al Pacino's baby. He's 82. When that baby's 18, he's going to be 100 if he's still alive. That's sad. It's wild. Uh, This is the fourth time he's going to be a father. He has a 33-year-old daughter and 22-year-old fraternal twin. So congratulations to the happy couple, 82-year-old Al Pacino and his 29-year-old girlfriend. I think it just all depends on the parenting because I've known people whose parents, their dad was really old. And it's definitely a noticeable thing, you know, at the softball games or the birthday parties, like, whoa, someone's got a grandpa for a dad. But if you're really involved, I don't think that being an old man matters. But sometimes I've seen it also happen where someone's like, no, I literally don't talk to my dad. And I'm like, but you live in the same house. And they're like, well, he's just so old. Like, there's, we, we just don't connect. So it tells me Al Pacino's not going to be playing catch with his kid. <laughs> and maybe that is why... A 29-year-old is pregnant because there's a lot of money involved. There's a lot of helping hands. Chefs, trainers, nannies, cleaners. What was that movie? Mercedes Benz are in their garage. What was that movie? The, uh, the Netflix movie? Damn, I can't think of it now. Was it The Irishman when they used all the CGI and they, oh, yeah. they made these guys mm-hmm. look younger? I believe he was in that. I believe he played like Jimmy Hoffa as somebody in that. Have you seen the trailer for the Anna Nicole Smith documentary? No. On Netflix? It, it talks about how people really believed that she was in love with that 90 something year old billionaire and I'm like guys come on really they 
they were so in love. That guy looked like the Crypt Keeper. He was like, <laughs> his skin was barely hanging on. Is that shallow of me to not believe that these young women could be sexually attracted to these old grandpas? I don't care who you are. I personally would not be. You're lying if you say that there's not. You need to be some, he was somewhat. broke, they wouldn't be having sex. Right. But you also need to be somewhat like physically attracted to the person if you're going to say that you're like really in love with them. I agree. There has to be some sort of physical attraction there. I'm not saying it's the whole thing, but if But you, I think the perks of the lifestyle sound absolutely wonderful and tempting. It's just you have to be a special kind of person. To for years, fans have blamed Drake when their team lost because Drizzy was rooting for the squad or bet on the team to win. Now there's a new villain that has emerged. Who? Jack Harlow. Give my guy a break. Harlow sat courtside game seven Eastern Conference Finals game in Boston as the Celtics took on the Miami Heat. We don't need to relive that. We all know what happened there. And he was wearing his Celtics coat. He had thrown up some pictures in a Celtics uniform on his Instagram earlier. And now fans are upset. One person wrote, Jack Harlow really is the next Drake. Bro put a curse on the Celtics right now. Another person wrote, I guess Jack Harlow is going to be the white Drake. Swoop in and curse a team. Jack Harlow's fault that the Celtics aren't in the finals. Gotta blame someone. And did you watch the movie yet? I haven't watched the movie yet, but I was at the courts. Uh, <laughs> I was at the courts not playing basketball, but playing uh, pickleball with Maura and her friends the other day. That's fun. Up on the East End, and they have the basketball court uh, next. And some kid was like, yo, you see that new uh, White Man Can't Jump movie to one of the other guys that was playing? And what did they say? And he goes, I ain't watching no movie with Jack Harlow in it. What do you think really? I am, a loser? <laughs> oh. oh, so is Jack Harlow kind of going through the phase that Drake went through where everyone was like, nah, Drake is goofy. And they, no, and no. Then they secretly listened to him in the car. Probably. I thought it was hilarious, though, the comeback of, nah, I ain't watching a movie with Jack Harlow in it. <laughs> I am. I mean, trust me, there's plenty of ladies out there that are checking out that movie that have never seen the original. But I think it's crazy because the man's got a song called Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero's on the Miami Heat, and he's out there supporting the Celtics. It's a little confusing. It is a little confusing. Isn't Jack Harlow besties with um Jason Tatum? I don't know, is he? I thought he was. And at his Boston show, he brought him out for the second night. I went to the first night, so I didn't see it. But the second night, he brought him out. Maybe. And they did like this whole, like, this girl had to like shoot a basketball and on the stage because there was a basketball hoop as part of his set. I remember the set. And, it, and I'm pretty sure the second night, Jason, he brought a Celtics wow. player out. He's so like, I think that they're besties. He's like, Tatum's more of a star than Hero, so I'm going to... I'm going to rock with the Celtics. He just does a song for... He's like, basketball. <laughs> by New Balance. That is your Dirty on 30 Made Hot in Maine by Ripple Wellness. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot man. Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. Former reality TV show host Donald Trump pledged to end birthright citizenship for the children of undocumented immigrants on his first day back in office. He's going to get day there first. One? He's going to get there first. But day one, he says that that's the plan. The 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution states that, quote, all persons born or naturalized in the United States are, quote, citizens of the United States 
And he's saying, day one, not anymore for me. A 13-year-old student was hit by a tractor trailer while getting off a bus in gray Tuesday <gasps> afternoon. The bus lights and stop arm were activated. Oh, my God. There's one rule that I always follow while on the road is I see those school buses and I'm stopping no matter what. Of they're, course. They're pulled over. You got to be safe. There's kids running out, especially depending on the age of the kids. And they have the stop sign. They have the and flashing lights. The, the kids fla- have the right away. I was going to say that. The blinking lights, all the signs are there to stop. Authorities are investigating and the child was brought to Maine Med with serious injuries. Oh no. Wildflower, wildflowers, wildfires in Nova Scotia are impacting the air quality here in Maine. Flames are engulfing more than 25,000 acres of land. Thousands of people are being evacuated. Uh, the pollution is so extreme that smoke particles are being carried south to Maine. So if you're like, oh, I'm having a little issue breathing this air right now. What's going on here? Did you notice anything yesterday? Was I supposed to? I'm kind of oblivious to everything these days. When I went home from for lunch, I took my dog for a walk, and I was like, I walk this route every day, and I'm like having a hard time breathing. Like, am I this out of shape? And then later on, Tucker told me when we took our dinner walk to look up at the skyline because you could see the smog or the smoke or whatever. He's like, if it looks a little cloudy, it's because of those wildfires. And I said, what? I had a hard time breathing earlier. He thinks I was probably just being dramatic and it was pollen or something, but I think it's because of this. The pollen is out in full force, so it could have been a little combo of both. Could have been a mixture. Jonah LeBlanc, 12 of the Hillside IGA Little League team in Fort Fairfield up there in northern Maine, struck out all 18 batters he faced in a game. Struck them all out. Wow. So like the perfect, perfect game, if you will. Uh, LeBlanc threw his perfect game with 18 strikeouts over six innings with no two-strike fouls. Pretty impressive. This was on WMTW's website. He was saying that he harnessed his inner wild thing for Major League Baseball, which the fact that a 12-year-old knows that classic, I want to say 90s movie, and knows who Wild Thing is, was played by Charlie Sheen. I was just impressed by that. I was more. What's that movie rated? I was more. I'm pretty sure that's an R rated or PG-13. <laughs> Um, and he's only 12. But I was more impressed that he knew who Wild Thing was I than I was of the perfect game. So shouts to Jonah up there in Fort Fairfield. Uh, Dairy Queen has removed the cherry dipped cone from its website. And this a spokes- scandalous. spokesperson confirmed at this time the cherry dipped cone at Dairy Queen is being discontinued. The internet is upset. Tara's mom is upset. <laughs> People are upset. My mom always got this growing up. She was like one of the only people that I knew. I didn't even know it existed. I was like, what is that? It's bright red. And she let me have a bite. It was pretty tasty. And then I know one other person who would always get a chocolate dipped in cherry. And we would always make fun of her when we'd go to DQ. Because we were like, just get a blizzard. You're too young to be having this cherry dip. I don't it's like definitely the, an old person thing. I don't like the dip cones. You don't? No. Every once in a while, it's fun. Nah. I don't want the hard on top of the soft. Well, listen, if I'm going to DQ, I'm getting a blizzard. That's why I'm there. Exactly. You know? They don't do the flip it upside down anymore. No. If I was... Too many lawsuits. Is that really what <laughs> no, it was? I'm just kidding. But I've seen so many videos of them doing that and it falling out of the cups. So they probably had to stop. I would do it. I'm a showman, though. If I was working there, I'd flip it up and down. You add a little flair to it. I never knew that was a thing until social media. All the places here, and excuse me if the main DQ locations do this, but when I was going there, no one was doing doing it so I, it wasn't until i saw people doing this on social media and i was like why are they doing that apparently it's the thing i mean the dq in sanford has been advertising with us for a while so i'm gonna go ahead and say that they probably do it every single time because they're the best they are they're awesome we love them 
That's five things you need to know. Man, how to man by the law offices of Joe Bornstein. Over 25,000 victories for injured Mainers since 1974. 207 call Joe or online at joebornstein.com. Do you hear how squeaky my seat is today? Can you hear it? It's driving me crazy. Well, I don't understand why you just can't sit still when we are on the mic. Do you I, hear mine? Can, <laughs> you, you only ever hear my, mine. My, my seat is a tilter thing, tilter wheel. I don't know what to call it, but like I, I'm like a balancing act over here on the seat. Like let's. Did someone swap your chair? Let's out switch seats. Bad it's one? not like there's some bolts that are loose. I don't know. This is me complaining about it until we get new seats. I try to get new chairs in here. And yeah, what happened to that? We got to, it got denied. It so, did. Yeah. So I'm gonna continue to complain about it until we get new chairs. <laughs> Should we encourage people to email and We're going to unionize here at Hot Radio Maine, and one of our number one demands is new chairs in the studio. Well, honestly, sometimes my back hurts. Yeah, these are the worst chairs. Anywho, people are like, um... Our demands. What are you giving away this morning? <laughs> we're not giving away anything. That's what we're doing. We're not, we're not doing it. We're, we're giving away these chairs. We're putting them out front and you can drive by and pick them up for free. Yeah, we're not giving away any more Drake tickets until somebody provides us with new chairs in this studio. We're holding the Drake tickets hostage. That's that. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is not. Anyways, that was five things. It's not ready to make. <laughs> five things in a rant. <laughs> they don't even have armrests. Where I are, know it. My arms are just like always just like flailing around here. I know it. Can I get an armrest? Granted, I was the one that picked out and purchased these chairs to begin with. That was like 10 years ago. I know. Get up. Get up. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Wake up. We did a little musical chairs. Not like a new, new chair, but like a new to me chair. So. <laughs> Caitlin texted in and said, I'm on my way with new chairs. <laughs> with a running emoji and like a puff emoji. Anything for Drake tickets. Anything for Drake tickets. All right, we appreciate it. We do have the Drake tickets. I guess we can give those away. I guess. I guess we'll do it. All right. Who are we to punish other people? I know. For us not having good chairs. 207-807-1104 is the phone number. And what are we doing this morning for Drake tickets? Well, talking about how people are devastated over DQ discontinuing the cherry dip, we want to know if you've ever been devastated over a discontinued food item. So it could be anything. doesn't have to be the cherry dip. I got to say, sometimes when I'm doing the five things, I'm like, man, I need a fifth thing. I don't know. This is, does this really Guess I'll does, throw this, it in. does this really belong? And that's kind of what I thought about uh, when I threw the DQ cherry dip thing in for five things. <laughs> no, this is a big deal. And then Tara goes, oh, my God, people are really upset. They are. I saw it. I saw it online. I thought it was just internet stuff, but it was real life. You no, said it's real life. People are affected. Your mom's upset. Yeah. That was her order. That was her order. All right. So the question for the Drake tickets is, have you ever been devastated over a discontinued food item? And then you got to tell us what it was. Have you ever been devastated? You don't care about the cherry dip cone, do you? I don't care about that, but I have been devastated before. Does anyone remember the coconut cream pie coffee? from Dunkin'. It came out spring summer of 2017 and it was the best swirl they have ever had in history. This was back when I lived across the street from the Dunkin' on Woodford's Corner and my bestie and I were addicted. We would go across the street and get an iced coffee almost every single day that they had this swirl and then one day they said we're out they're not ordering more. They're not adding it to the menu. It was just a summer flavor. And they've never brought it back. 
And I, I, I don't understand it. Like, were we the only ones drinking it? it? To this day, it was the best iced coffee that they've ever had. And I try to replicate it at home. Um, coffee Mate makes like a coconut cream mm-hmm. creamer. It's good, but it's nowhere near the same. It's just not the same. It's not the same. So the coconut cream pie swirl from Dunkin'. Bring I'll it back. I'll let my buddy, he runs a bunch of the uh, Dunkin's in mass. What happened to it? Were the numbers just not there? I don't know. I'll get some info for you. Maybe I'll get this secret ingredient that makes it. They, they bring back the butter pecan every summer so why not the coconut cream pie please (laughs) my god have you ever been devastated over a discontinued food item i was upset over the orange high c at that's right mcdonald's but we did it guys they heard your prayers we did it they brought it back they said all right we're bringing back the orange high c so like please stop emailing corporate Ryan DeLon, we get it. Um, so we brought that back. So I'm going to have to give a different answer this time for this topic. I'm going to go with a, uh, a local restaurant. Oh, okay. Call out a local restaurant. One of my favorites, Lazari. Uh, they're open late. Great place to get pizza. They've discontinued two of my favorite items over there. What is it? And every time we go, every time we go there and sit in to eat, I ask for at least one of them. And Maura gets mad. She she says, "You know they haven't had that in months." And I say, <laughs> well, "If you, maybe this time they will." Well, I also say that like my guess is that they take customers' polls. You know what I mean? They're like, "Hey, we've been getting an ask for this a lot. Maybe we should bring it back on the menu." If nobody asks for it, they're never going to want to bring it back, That's right? That's true. So I throw it out there. I'm not mean or malicious about it. And she's like, "But you." know they don't have it there's two of them and they had them during covid won't know till you ask the garlic knots were amazing over there don't have those anymore that seems kind of crazy for a pizza place i know and then the second one was uh they got rid of the garlic knots and this one stayed on for a little bit longer they were like these like fried dough bites that you could dip in nutella Ooh, that sounds yummy it was so good it was like the best dessert ever so every time we finish pizza over there i go hey you got those uh you got those uh fried dough bites with the nutella <laughs> And the waitress will always say, no, 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 we we don't have those anymore, but we have some great dessert options and I'll end up choosing something else. It's not the same. But Maura gets frustrated every time. She's just like, you know, they don't have those. But one day, one day, they probably will. And maybe they don't remember it's me asking every single time. So they probably go out back and like their little server alley and be like, this guy literally asks about those donuts every time. No, no, no. I think they don't know it's me. I think they think I'm like multiple people. You know what I mean? They don't. Re- How many people do they see each day? They don't remember it's me. So like you remember people that come in a lot. We have <laughs> we had another guy ask for those. It's called being a regular <laughs> fried dough bites. We should we should put those on the menu. This is like the fifth time this month. It was me all five times. Wait, you know what's wild is from my waitressing days, I will see people in public now at the grocery store or a park or even a concert. And I'll be like, they used to be a regular Portland Pie. Like, I remember. I don't remember their name, but I remember their faces. The closest feeling I have to that is we did trivia night at Buffalo Wild Wings forever. Uh And I'll see people out in public and I go, where do I know this guy from? Oh, my God. He was a regular at trivia night at Buffalo Wild Wings. So they know it's you asking about the donuts. Damn, you might be right. (laughs) I'm going to keep asking. Michael and Shapley, have you ever been devastated by a discontinued food item? Yes, I have. Uh, You know the croissant stuffers over at Dunkin' Donuts? Croissant stuffers? I don't know if I did. I knew about the bagel ones. Wait, Um, I'm a liar. Wait, I'm a liar. It was like ham and it was like bacon cheese ranch or something. Yeah, something like that wrapped up. Yeah, Yeah, I've had that. Yeah, and I had that and I tried to go, um, it was a couple months ago, I tried to go down to New Hampshire to get some and they didn't have any. They said it was discontinued. I'm like, seriously? Oh no, that was like one of the few things I I like too. <laughs>
When you're in a pinch, you got to do what you got to do, you know? Right, exactly. Whenever, what's around you, you know? You want to know something interesting? So one of my college roommates runs a bunch of the Duncans in Mass, and he was telling me that there's like this crazy guy that owns a bunch of them in Maine, and he's like the first to try out anything new. Ooh. Anytime they're like, hey, do you want to test this new product at your franchise? He jumps on it, which is why I think we got those bagel cream cheese balls first mm-hmm, mm-hmm. delicious those are one of my favorites i've actually noticed that maine always has the new stuff right away for duncan yeah yeah hi radio maine hello hello hi what's your name where are you from my name's taylor i'm from Biddeford. taylor gang taylor <laughs> yeah <laughs> the year is 2012 <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the glory days. All right, Taylor, what's a food item that got discontinued that left you devastated? Um, chicken slacks at McDonald's. What were these? These were like were these the chicken fingers. These were like the pinky up yeah. chicken nuggets. Oh my god, I never got to try these. When did they get them? Like 2018. They were only here for a hot minute. I know, not so good. You know what I saw? They brought back, and I didn't even realize it left. But I drove by McDonald's, and it was on the sign. It says the McChicken is now back. Where'd it go? Oh, I didn't know they ever got rid of it. Yeah, same. I guess we didn't, we didn't know because we weren't ordering it. So. <laughs> Wait, what? I feel like Tucker always gets a McChicken. Maybe they just ran out and people were really right. mad. Yeah, <laughs> that could have been it. All right, Taylor from Bitterford. We're going to put you in the running for the Drake tickets. We got about 20 minutes here and we're going to call back our winner. All right. So you might get a call back. Oh my God, I hope it's me. All right. All right. We're rooting for you. Fingers crossed. Good luck. Yay. Thanks. Brittany in Oxford. Have you ever been devastated by a discontinued food item? I have actually. What happened? Um, McDonald's um, snack wraps. They used to be my thing after school and out with my friends after a weekend. I can't believe it took us this long for somebody to say the snack wrap. That was one of my yeah, favorites as well. Usually number I one. I know, right? That just shows you that we're getting old because this new generation doesn't even remember the snack wrap. They don't even know. I know. It's sad. <laughs> Dennis from Lisbon. Were you ever devastated by a discontinued food item? Uh, Panera Bread uh, Tortellini. I don't know if I ever got to try this. It sounds really good, though. It was though. the best item. Was it soup or pasta, or was it a pasta salad? Like, elaborate. Pasta, but I had, I think, some type of sauce with it, but it was really good. came probably right from the, the oven. Panera bread. The microwave. <laughs> They're always switching things up. Like, they just added chicken sandwiches. They got the flatbreads over there now. And then you find something you like, and they just take it away from you. It was their best item. I don't know why they got rid of it. We got some good ones on the text. The Philadelphia Cheesecake Cream Cheese Bars. I remember, I never had them but some kids in school had those in their lunch boxes. This person said my chunky ass little kid self would always <laughs> beg my mom for two from the gas station. <laughs> That's how I felt because growing up, my pa- my family was like an ingredient household. Do you know what that is? You either were an ingredient household or a snack household. And my family refused to buy snacks. It was meals or nothing. So I would trade, try to trade my sandwiches with kids at lunch for so I could have gushers or a chewy granola bar. Oh, I would have definitely traded with you for sure. But I I didn't have the good snacks like I was a snack household, but they purchased the snacks that they thought were healthy. So they were course, not yeah. the fan favorites at the school lunch. Wait, this cream cheese bar looks so good. Oh my God, it kind of looks like a Danish. Yeah, you don't remember those? I would have loved this. No, I never had one. This person's very passionate on the text. Bro, <laughs> they used to have lemon glazed donuts. It was a lemon filled glazed donut at Dunk's, but they don't really have them anymore. A lot of people upset with Dunkin' Donuts from items that they've canceled. <laughs> 
I started a chain reaction. Let's all sign a petition to get our items brought back to Duncan. Mariah in Auburn, here's one different than Duncan. Disappointed when Taco Bell discontinued the cheeseburger, bacon burritos, and the big beef Mexico burritos. Truly devastated. Cheeseburger one sounds good. That's another spot that they just keep swapping out and making up names for things. Can't fall in love with an item at Taco Bell. It won't be there for long. Kelsey from Sanford, what is a food item that they discontinued that left you devastated? The crispy chicken ranch snack wrap from McDonald's. There's another one for the snack wrap. Oh man, I just, I don't or understand. Or the kudos bar. Or the kudos bar. Those are those are pretty good too. I don't understand why McDonald's just doesn't make everybody happy and bring back the snack wrap. I feel like that's probably the most requested discontinued I item. I know. I don't know if this is true. But I heard that they are bringing them back to, like, certain McDonald's. So I heard that, like, Freeport, Maine McDonald's has it. But I haven't been, so I'm not sure if that's true or not. Oh, my God. Of all the McDonald's, the Freeport one? The Freeport one's fancy. That's why they're bringing it back. It's like in a... (laughs) It's a home. It's a colonial home. It's one of the strangest McDonald's I've ever been to. It's because they have rules and restrictions about the zone. I was going to say it was was the strangest McDonald's I've been to, but I actually went to a McDonald's in Roswell, New Mexico. You know, like Area 51. Aliens. And it's a McDonald's in the shape of a crashed UFO. So the UFO looks like it's crashed into the ground and you walk inside and that's That's the McDonald's. That's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty freaky. That is so cool. Christine in Waterboro, have you ever been devastated by a discontinued food item? Yes. What was it? Do you know those carnival uh, popsicles? Yes. Cotton candy and bubble gum? I do. Those were my absolute favorite. Seriously, it reminds me of when I was little and I can't find them anywhere. They're gone. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I recently looked this up because I have this memory of being in first grade and it was the end of the year, last week of school party, and they handed these out to all the kids. And I remember thinking this is the best popsicle I've ever had. And every time I was sick and had a sore throat, I would buy these or have my parents buy them. All the way through college, they were like my comfort food. Anytime I was sick, I was like, I need these carnival pops. When I had COVID two weeks ago, I went to go and buy them, order them online for a pickup order. Guess what? They're discontinued permanently. I was was not only legitimately sick, but I was sick to my stomach. Wow, you've hit a nerve. I was so (laughs) upset. My favorite one was the lemonade. It was oh, so really? good. Yes. I so it was like lemonade, would you say bubblegum cotton candy and then there was bubble like bubblegum cotton candy were my favorite. A couple sure. other fun ones. Um but yeah, we can never have them again. So who is it? <laughs> is it Hood? Thanks a lot, Hood. Hagen. Or, yeah, I think so. Hagen. I don't know, is this what they are? I just googled it cuz I've never heard of these before. What? Yes, but I swear it said Hood. Is it cuz it's a distributor regional thing? Maybe that might be it. I just googled carnival cotton candy and that's what popped up. We need to we need to protest outside of their factory. <laughs> the hood people are gonna be like, we don't even make these. Right? <laughs> no, it is hood. It is hood, at least up here. This is what the box looked like for me. Oh, okay. So I think that's just a regional thing. <laughs> Bring yeah, them back. Please. Wow. I did not expect Tara to get so passionate over your answer. <laughs> um, are you as passionate about Drake as Tara is about Carnival Pops? Yes, I'm obsessed. <laughs> So you're a big Drake fan? Yes, absolutely. All right, well, we picked your text. We're going to hook you up with a pair of tickets. Congratulations! Really? Thank yeah. Hey, awesome. you're going to the show July 11th. They're going to be there at the TD Garden. What song do you want him to perform the most? I like No Guidance a lot, or Ooh. I like a lot of them. All right, so you're going to pretend that he's singing No Guidance directly to you. Got yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Who are you going to bring with you? Who's your plus one going to be? I think my best friend, 
Katerina. All right. Girls Night Out. Love it. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a good one at the It's All a Blur Tour. Tiki Giveaway is made hot in Maine by Blossom Cannabis. Visit their medical dispensaries conveniently located just off I-95 in Biddeford and Saco. Over 40 flavor pack strains on rotation. Open 10 to 8 daily. Blossom High on flavor. Coming up this afternoon, B-All's got another pair of Drake tickets at 5 p.m. But congratulations, you're in there. You're going. Thank you so much. Angelique and Bangor said Dunkaroos. But thank goodness they're back. Oh, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure they brought the Dunkaroos back. Tyler said Buffalo Wild Wings Southwest Philly. A sandwich or a flavor of wings? I'm going to assume it's a sandwich if it's the Southwest Philly. Unless they had a wing that tasted like a Philly cheesesteak, that'd be pretty impressive. Stoner and Co. needs to bring back their five milligram cookies and cream edibles. They were the best little treats. <laughs> Alex's Pizza in Biddeford changed their pepperonis because the place that made them is gone. The pepperonis that they use now are just not the same. Womp womp. I'm very picky when it comes to pepperoni, so I understand their pain. Pizza Hut chocolate dunkers. Oh my God. I've had those once in my life. They were so rich and filling, but they were... So good. That sounds disgusting. Choco Taco. That was like that was last year's big discontinued item. Remember that? I never liked those though. No, so I, I didn't really care. I didn't care either. You can continue uh, the conversation with us on Facebook. Drop your food item that devastated you when it was discontinued. Facebook Hot Radio Man. Hot mornings with Brian Elon and Tara Fox. Shout out to our guy Dave. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday! Your partner in crime over there in the sales department and. Every my time. daddy. <laughs> That's gross. My sales daddy. I genuinely think of him as another dad of mine. Really? Dad number three. Sales daddy. Yes. All right. Sales daddy Dave. Uh, it's his birthday today. And every time it's somebody's birthday in the office, we pass around the card and you put a little note in it. And I've been working with Dave for 10 years. I'm running usually out what you do on someone's birthday. I'm running, out of, <laughs> I'm running out of stuff to say in these cards, you know? Yeah. So thankfully, this is the first year we got ChatGPT. So I had ChatGPT. You're lying. Write my message to Dave. What is wrong with you? <laughs> first of all, you asked me what to write. And I said, I am not. Telling you, I was drawing a blank. I had uh, what's the word for it? Uh, writer's block, creative writer's block this morning for it. So I said, Hey, chat GPT, uh, write a funny, pun filled happy birthday message to my coworker Dave. That is so wrong <laughs> and ingenuine. And I took a little excerpt from it and wrote it. I didn't put the whole thing down in the card because it was too much to write, but I'll read you the full message it gave back to me. Are you ready? All right. It said, Hey there, Dave, another year older, huh? Well, you know what they say, age is just a number. And in your case, it's a really high one. Wishing you the happiest of birthdays, my coworker extraordinaire. You bring so much joy to our office that we're thinking of renaming it Dave's Funhouse. I think this nailed it. I hope your birthday this is sickening. Is because it a, is he's going to think that you really, he's going to make a comment. He's going to open up his card. He's going to read it and then be like, wow, Ryan, that was really thoughtful. <laughs> and you have to tell him because I will. I'll snitch. I hope your birthday is as amazing as you are, Dave. May the cake be extra delicious. The presents be extra awesome. And may you never run out of coffee to fuel your workday shenanigans. Remember, age is like a rubber band. It just keeps stretching. So embrace it, my friend. And if anyone asks about your age, just say you're 21 with 20 years of experience. 
keep being the punniest, wittiest, and all-around awesome person that you are. Dave, our workplace wouldn't be the same without your incredible sense of humor and infectious laughter. Happy birthday, Dave. Here's to another year of making us laugh till our sides hurt, being the life of the office party. You're going to hell. <laughs> you wonder why you had writer's block. It's because you've been using chat GPT for everything. This is what's going to even... happen. This is what's going to happen to the world. No one's going to know how to write anything anymore. No one's going to be able to fill out a birthday card. I don't even need to think anymore. I just chat GPT it. I'm good. I'm good to go. Happy birthday to Dave. Can't wait for the cake later. This is reminding me of those books that we had to read in school where the, there were no books. That, that universe where like no one was allowed to read books. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't read that book. There was a book about no books? Yes. <laughs> so hopefully someone knows what I'm talking about, but I feel like we're headed in that direction. Like there's going to be no creative writing left. It's just going to be chat GBT taking over the world. What did your note to Dave say? So personal? Was it Was it nice? Was it, hey, sales daddy? I, I said, happy birthday. I said something like, uh, I said, happy birthday, Dave Arooney, because he calls me that. I call him that sometimes. And then I said, I hope your day is perfect and gorgeous because that's another thing that we like to say to each other. Wow, that was pretty short. Yeah, well, I'll see him in person too. (laughs) (laughs) Wake wake up. We vibe vibe right here. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Excited about this. We got another great comedy show coming to Maine on Friday. It's High Radio Maine, Hot Mornings. Ryan DeLon, Tara Fox. Sam Morell's class act tour pulls up to the State Theater. We got Sam Morell on the phone right now. What can we expect out of the show on Friday? Abortion joke, mass shooting joke, dead baby joke. That kind of is like a subset of the abortion material. But, Lovely. you know, I, it, it's light, if that makes any sense. It's still very light. <laughs> I watched Same Time Tomorrow, and you said it should have been called 9-11 Abortion Holocaust, I believe. So we're continuing. Yeah. With that theme for the uh, class actor, it sounds like. The more theme. Yeah. From the previous stuff, yeah. Is it going to be all new material from the Netflix special? We're going to see some of the same all stuff? New. All new. No, nothing from the last special. It's all, it's all brand new. Ooh. And happy to be done with that. You, you get pretty sick of saying jokes. You were recently on David Letterman's That's My Time. That's going to be a, a pretty big moment for a comedian. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, Letterman's the greatest. He was so nice. I read an interview with him in Judd Apatow's book where he said he was so bored these days that he would just talk to strangers mm-hmm. which like can you imagine being at a gas station and, and you're just pumping your car up and David Letterman starts talking to you yeah that's why <laughs> no. I'm dealing with but uh, no so I, yeah, I never did a show when it was on CBS but I always wanted to and it just gave me an opportunity to get probably a better version of him because he wasn't run down with doing four or five shows a week so he was really warm and he knew who I was it was pretty cool you did the set and then you actually got to sit down and talk to him for a little bit that was cool I've never done that Norman Tunnel said that he preferred stand-up to being on the couch, mm-hmm. which to me is insane because he's like one of the best on-the-couch guests in history. I was, yeah, he's got some legendary moments on the couch of talk shows. They're legendary, but he, I remember I talked to him once at Caroline's and he was like, nah, like, Mike is better because no one interrupts you. Oh. But to me, I'm like, but to me, I think the couch is so much better because they're not expecting everything you say to be funny. So if you hit him with like a banger, the crowd explodes. Whereas with the mic in your hand, I was kind of just thinking, if I have one unfunny line, even leading up to a joke and you could lose. And you had a good one-liner about him going from one year interviewing Obama to the next year interviewing you. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, what a false break. Uh, <laughs> you like that one. It's, it's cool as hell to make him laugh. The thing is, he's already self-deprecating, so that was like a fun one to kind of trash me and him in the same sentence. You right. Know? You have a podcast with New England legend Julian Edelman. 
which is super cool. Talk a little bit about how that relationship came about. That was that Boston-New York board rivalry, mm-hmm. and I think they wanted a New York comedian who could talk sports, and there's, there's not that many. And, and the ones that there are probably already have, like, two podcasts, so that, that cut them out pretty quickly. <laughs> uh, and we just hit it off. He, he laughs at a lot of my stuff. Sometimes I think it's the amount of head injuries he's had. Oh, my but, God. Uh, you know, he still laughs. No, he's, a, he's great. He's a great co-host with the exact same age, which helps, too. We have, like, all the same pop culture references, and we talk the same movies, and that's a big part of the pod, too, is we relive this epic game that we dedicate each episode to a new classic game, and then we go back and we kind of break down where were we at the time, what was the hit movie, the hit song, the trend, so we're kind of a, just a natural fit for each other, you know? Yeah, you guys uh, had me reminiscing the other day. I was listening to the episode where we were talking about Game 4 of the ALCS in 2004, and you had Big Poppy on there as a guest. That, that was a 3-0, right? I mean, that was... Yeah. Uh, uh, you, you came up to it last night. Thank God. I'm thinking you guys win, win everything. Boston. Man, but, I, w- uh, I was ready yeah, to ask yeah. for your uh, NBA prediction for the finals, and I was excited to get your take and say, hey, maybe one of the games that you can do later would be that game six of the Celtics. But now, uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of a bummer day after last night for us over well, here. If you, win game, if you win game seven, that's one of the most iconic. I mean, it's still an iconic shot. I mean, Derek White, I'm happy for him because I think he seems like a decent guy. But that, that locker room, something's off about it. Something seems toxic. I assume you'll re-sign Jalen Brown. But, like, the vibe is so bad. And yeah. I knew Boston was rude when Jason Tatum said that Ime Udoka is the best coach he ever had this year. Like, you don't reminisce about an ex when you're in a new relationship. Right. It's just <laughs> What's your uh, what's your prediction for the finals? Who do you think takes well, it? Well, it's tough. Duncan Robinson's my buddy, so I, I'm rooting for him to get minutes and to keep shining. He's looked amazing as of late. Now he's <laughs> finally playing again. Yeah, but I think he's I a main guy too, so we kind of have to root for him up here because he he was born in York and then moved to New Hampshire. So I guess that's our closest connection to the finals. He's a great guy. I was actually courtside for, for Game Five, Nick Heat, and uh, literally next to like John Stark from the Jonas Brothers. It was one of the dumbest setups. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and and duncan walked over to me because he saw me courtside yeah he goes yo sam and i get, got up to give him a pound he goes no i can't it's during the game and i was like i'm sorry i'm drunk started laughing <laughs> game. i was like what a dumb moment but he's like a world-class shooter i mean i i that's the thing i that it's to give them props i hate miami but like you got to give them credit we got sam morell on the line he's gonna be a main on friday at the state theater you want tickets to see him statetheaterportland.com is this gonna be your first time in maine or have you been here before I've been here many times. You know, I actually, I went to summer camp there as a kid. No so way. I, uh, the first time, yeah, it's the first time I came in my pants is in Maine. So wow. uh, that's pretty big for me. Wait, and also, Wait say that again? What happened? <laughs> well, I first wet dream. I was a child. So, uh, yeah, I woke up with sticky shorts. Stop. And I, didn't know, I thought someone played a prank on me. I thought it was like someone poured maple syrup on my pants <gasps> or something. You know, it wasn't. It was actually my uh, my jizz. So oh, my sad. God. Yeah, I love, I love Maine. I, I perform. I think I performed at theater years ago with the Z. I was opening for Z. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we, of course, we ate the lobster rolls. Yes. All the, all the, I mean, he's a he's, Z is like a foodie. Well, I'm a slob. He's like a guy who's <laughs> like, I'll order everything and have a bite. I'll eat everything. Right? I will become fat if I don't like work out like crazy. So uh, he's that dude that will just like pick. I can't. I've never related less to pickers. Well, eat well. I mean, I love the food in Portland. It's like a foodie town now. So yeah, there's new restaurants popping up every single day and we're making every list for all the food stuff and that just creates more and more 
tourists mm-hmm. that are coming here, which is good for the economy, I guess. But some of the locals get a little annoyed by it. Exactly right. You live there, and then you, tourists are annoying. I mean, I, look, I love New York when it's dead. I'm I'm here. Uh, I was here all weekend, and it's so nice when everyone leaves the city. Right, it's such a nice thing. But think of that scene in Vanilla Sky, that Tom Cruise movie, where he's just running through Times Square <laughs> and it's empty. It's in his dream, and I'm like, oh, that looks. It's like the one time you go to Times. That's kind of what it felt like. I've seen some videos of it during COVID. I loved it. Uh, that was the one good thing about COVID is that, like, I think about, you know, like, I don't ride bikes normally because I'm a, I, I have terrible balance, but, like, I would ride city bikes <laughs> during COVID and there'd be no one around you. It was awesome. That's but crazy. I went, I, I, I went for a jog the other day and dudes are just, like, weaving through you and you're like, this is, like, kind of dangerous in the city now. I thought this was super cool. We see a lot of artists that we play with their own liquor, but you as a comedian actually have your own liquor, Bodega Cat Whiskey. How'd that come about? Yeah, I mean, look, when you have a drinking problem, you, you find ways to, <laughs> you know, monetize everything, right? I mean, we were just drinking on our podcast, Mark Norman and myself, and uh, yep. Mark was like, oh, man, it's so cool when celebrities have their own alcohol. And I was like, well, why can't we do that? I don't care why we can. He was like, nah, no one would do that. And I was like, I feel like someone would do that. And of course, the podcast email just blew up with people being like, I work with a distillery or I could make this oh, happen. Wow. We just went with the guy who seemed most legit. Problem is, the legal getting, uh, you know, getting the whiskey available state by state in a complete nightmare, but you can, you can order it anywhere at bodegacatwhiskey.com. It's just, you know, it's fun to go to certain states like, you know, Texas or California or, you know, Kentucky that are way more chill. Mm-hmm. The, the quote-unquote freedom states, I guess. And you uh, you can just walk into a liquor store and there it is. It's happened to me a few times, so that's pretty damn cool. I'm thinking it was Photoshop, but I saw the uh, promo of uh, Dylan Mulvaney supporting the Bodega Cat whiskey. That's completely real. <laughs> and, uh, we've reached a partnership. Uh, yeah, Dylan Mulvaney's on board. We saw how well it did for Bud Light. And we're right? like, you know what? I love these people being like, you can't give Bud Light away now. And I'm like, really? You can't give away beer in America? Like, I go to baseball games, and they're like $14, $15 a beer. You come into a free Bud Light, you yeah, wouldn't get a Put a koozie on it. Bud Light is still like, you know, who's their target demographic? It's like before you drink 14 of these and then drive home and, and oh. sneak into your kid's room in the middle of the night to beat the crap out of them. Take a minute to stop and celebrate a trans trailblazer. It's very important. They don't care either. They're scumbags. And then they turned around and they made the camouflage can. No one's ever going to be happy. It, it is hilarious watching these, uh, these crazy right-wing bat jobs like Kid Rock on, on Twitter just like shooting cans. <laughs> I'm like, are you so stupid? Like, all these people act like they're responsible gun owners and then they're just like shooting a can they don't like. What are you, five? <laughs> I hope not with a gun. It's such a hilarious response to an ad you don't like. I How know. About you just protest with your wallet. Go get something else. Yeah. But th- lots of companies do this. I mean, Chick-fil-A did this years ago where they just added nowhere we're like we're anti-gay marriage and it's like yeah cool you guys are a chicken company no one cares no one <laughs> you no should one be open on sundays actually stand. no one was feasting for your social commentary right. a lot of companies do this and and it's usually a mistake from your days in camp you might remember that the saying in maine is uh maine the way life should be so in sam morell's own words what is the way life should be the way life should be 70 degrees sunny light breeze uh abortion clinics on every corner and and I think you should be able to shoot a beer can if you don't like what it's saying. Gosh darn it. That's, <laughs> that's the way stuff should be. I love it. We've oh. almost got a country song out of that. Almost. Almost. So close. Got to have a breakup in there somewhere. All right. Well, we appreciate the time. We're excited to see you this Friday. You're going to be at the uh, State Theater.
theater for Sam's Class Act Tour. And uh, why'd you go with the Class Act Tour? Why'd you go with that for the name? It's really hard to come up with a tour name that summarizes the energy. Mm. And I think that was actually my first album was called Class Act. And I just like the name. I like sarcastic compliments that aren't real or sincere. I had another special called Positive Influence. Mm -hmm. uh, another one called I Got This. It's always kind of like a sarcastic. I don't really believe in myself, but like I kind of do. But uh, Class Act's a fun way to, you know, uh, it, it sounds more upscale than what it is. I, I find myself in these like amazing theaters on this tour. I'm used to these shins and comedy clubs, but I play these theaters now where they're like Houdini levitated uh, into this, uh, out of the theater through that ceiling. And then I'm like, cool, I'm doing a miscarriage <laughs> joke in the same spot. So it doesn't feel classy. It's a funny way to, uh, to you know, kind of make fun of yourself, but also make the tour that fun. Sam Morell, State Theater, this Friday. Get your tickets, statetheaterportland.com. Thanks for chatting with us. All right, I'm, look I'm looking forward to this one a lot. Thanks, guys.